Blog Talk Radio. Ah, uh, remember those days where you couldn't do what you want to do? Say what you had Because you didn't have a way to express But if you're not, then you can't. <laughs> Let's go! Top down, and the average is so cool. Got my drink on one side. Nobody can't tell me I can't take the doctor's tip. Cause I don't condone in that drive. Put your ones in the air one time. If you feel me, let's go to Sunset Drive. Where the view is so spacious, we can see the top of the city like we run Like that, yeah. But all this time you holding me back, yeah. 
go AWOL Girl, you know this is A1 Hold that get down and just sing out Can't wait another minute, I ain't got no patience Long as I die, you gon' learn to stay Alright, alright, alright Keep on me, don't feel like she's in a straight jacket Give her that crazy, crazy, crazy like I'm in a straight jacket She like that crazy That craziness would be breaking She just wanna Knocking over furniture, yeah Got you coming like I'm calling you Straight like the forest do Girl, you know how we do When it's me and you I'm hitting you till you go AWOL Girl, you know this is AWOL Girl, look it down and just hang on it Broken 
put that shit aside But this the realest shit I ever wrote Real nigga R&B You say that you love a nigga But you be on bullshit Just the way that you pull shit Like a pit in a bull mix When we touching the love and we busting full clips Only blitz for the moment And then we back to the bullshit Just the way that you hold it Bring more shit Trying to love in the bowl of emotions I think we losing the focus We need to be moving in motion That bragging and boasting That fuck up the soul shit Who coming the closest Grab another L and fuck up some more shit You ride it like you know it's your dick Got you going through it like it's your pick It's the realest shit I ever wrote It's some real nigga R&B Took the love you gave for granted now I'm lonely and regret it Said this the realest shit I ever wrote You left a nigga with a broken heart Should've swallowed my pride Put that shit aside But this the realest shit I ever wrote Real nigga R&B It's your favorite host with the Brother Toast Radio Rail here on OG Radio. What's happening, everybody? How's everybody doing? I want to start the show off. I would like for everybody who's tuning in to set out a special prayer for Genesis and her family. They're going through a little crisis right now. I'm not going to get into the specifics and logistics of it, but please say a special prayer. Hold a special prayer for Genesis and her family. We appreciate that very much if you would uh, take the time to uh, pray for Genesis and her family. And uh, so she's not going to be able to join us tonight. Uh, I had AK on here, but then I guess the call dropped. But um, today's episode, I want to kind of share with everybody. You know, I'm pretty sure, highly sure, every um, today, um, highly sure everybody's seen the verdict, the sentencing for uh, George Floyd's case uh, trial um, today. Uh, uh, it's just kind of sucks to me, and I, I'll uh, I'll explain that. In a minute, but uh, for those who haven't heard, um, he was sentenced to uh, what he he had. He was charged with second, third degree murder, uh, manslaughter. Um, I don't feel like doing calculating in my head, but uh, he was definitely. Um, hold on. Let me get it together. Let me get it together. Derek Chauvin was charged with uh, with he was guilty of second and third degree murder and second degree manslaughter for George Floyd's death last May. Um, he was found guilty on all counts of murder. So. Uh, I believe that's a total of, let's see, uh, I don't know, 60, 
60, 70 years, maybe 80 years. Um, to step in the right direction, me personally, me personally, this is just me personally, I feel like, and I feel like I'm wrong for this, but I feel like it should be life for life. Because had it would have been a black man murdering a white cop or a black cop um, murdering a white guy, he would have been facing life. That's my personal opinion, and here's AK. But my personal opinion, I feel like it should have been life for life. I feel like he's just going to get off. Uh, I feel like he's only going to serve half that time and still get the fuck out. What's up, AK? What's good, bro? I agree with you, bro. Like, um, a part of me was happy. Like, you know, I honestly was, uh, it was happy to see him get charged. But as soon as I saw all that, it's like my mind instantly was like, well, watch how they did, the watch how they do us in the back end. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because at the end of the day, about the at the end of the day, at the end of the day, people got to realize, um, one, there's, it, there's, um, justice for George Floyd. And it's always rest in peace, George Floyd. But at the end of the day, bro, he took a life. You know what I'm saying? And right. you, he can't come right. back from that, number one. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I saw the family's reaction. I saw that they was like, they was happy that they got justice for him. But at the same time, they was crying because they knew that he can't come back from that. And then right. they faced it. You can see people like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He got charged. He got charged, man. You know, no bill. Said, okay, but let's see. How this judge, like, this is going to determine what type of judge and what type of person this judge really is. And people ain't paying attention to this judge. He's going to show who he really is when the sentence is coming. Because he can either, um, he can either charge him and say, like, like how they said it, like, it's set, like, it's set ways in where he can charge these people. Because just because the maximum is 40, I mean, 70 or 40 years, he has to rule on a aggressive term, meaning that he did it maliciously. He did it while it was kids out, and they're going to have to try to get him to um, sentence him on an aggressive state because if he does it on a regular, we're looking at 7 to, seven to 10. To be honest, I ain't going to lie. If they say 7 to 10, I'm going to be shocked. If they give him 7 to 10, if they give him anything less than Seven, I'm it's oh shit. But if they give him seven to ten, I'm be like, you know what? That's right up the alley where they was doing it because they like, okay, he got sins seven to ten. Exactly. And, you know what I'm saying? And one of my third third things is I know this is gonna sound crazy to a lot of people, and I know hearing it like I'm finna say it is gonna sound kind of bogus, but to be honest, man. We wouldn't still be in this situation, or we wouldn't still. It wouldn't. It would be a little bit better if we showed that we were not going to take stuff like this. Like I see all these people, like we killing ourselves. So with us killing ourselves, no one else is going to take us seriously because we're constantly killing each other. We constantly airing each other out. We constantly killing each other. So then you have a situation like the Trayvon Martin and the George Zimmerman. I know from that point up until now how many, like, like Zimmerman, nobody touched this man. This man walked around and nobody touched him. Like, all these, exactly. all these guys talking about how they get down and they ride and they do what they do for the streets. But if, 
people actually knew what some of these games and some of these Black Panther parties and all these games that started what they originally was for. Number one, they was to to protect the community. Number two is to protect the kids in the community. And three was to uplift the community. Now, all these other kids, I don't know what y'all, y'all claiming and how y'all supposed to think and how y'all supposed to react, but a situation with the Trayvon Martin situation and nothing happened to George Floyd, this was a continuous look. They was like, they so worried about trying to be hood, trying to rep they set, and they trying to, you know, show niggas that they hard, that they don't even care about what's going on. Exactly. You know, they, 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 they taking each other out easier for us. We ain't got to do nothing. And people know what I mean when I say us. So, I ain't gonna go that far, but if something would have happened to Zimmerman, to where he got touched up, or if he would have got went to jail, he got something would have happened to him, to where you saw that, like, yeah, people ain't taking that. Even though people in jail, they ain't taking that. None of that happened, so it's kind of like they like okay, they 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 care so much about their own little hood, their own little block, their own self, trying to they hate on each other so bad and. They do all this stuff to each other, but they ain't gonna run up on us. That's why they ain't exactly. really care. That's why they still don't care. And now it's like, dude, we gonna see if something has really changed with the way they treat us. You know what I'm saying? Because this agree. judge, this judge is gonna show us how it, how either it has, it hasn't changed, and they still like, man, whatever, yeah. We had to send them to jail to give y'all love, high fives and little parties. But watch how we right. give him this light sentence. And then you got to see where they're sending him to. Because he yep. gets sent somewhere to to where you understand where he's going and you see what type of protection he's going to have where he's going, or y'all going to send him somewhere where he's just like any other inmate. And I believe that they're exactly. going to send him somewhere where he can't be touched. I believe it. Right. And, and and I know a lot of people are like, man, you bogus. Like, no, I'm not bogus, bro. This is what happened. Yeah, they're going yeah, they to slap it. It's different slaps on the wrist. And this is what, yeah, you we're going to charge you with all that. We're going to send you somewhere where you're going to do your time comfortably. Um, we're going to figure out ways to get you out earlier. You know what I'm saying? You know, it ain't like you're going to have to sit. We're going to have to sacrifice you. So they feel like they got a victory. Now, if the judge yep. throw the book at this man, if the judge throw the book at this man, that means that judge is not for them. That judge is thinking as just a U.S. is just thinking as a human being. Like a human took another human's life, and that's not right. Period. So, don't get me wrong, people. What happened? The verdict. I applaud it. I appreciate it. I love seeing that. I love that my nieces and my nephews could see something like that. But at the back end, you still got to remind these kids. At the end of the day, this ain't over with because that sentencing and where he gets into in jail is going to play a large part in what happens in Minnesota in the next couple of months. So, man, like, real talk, it's going to be real in these streets in the next couple of six months. Whenever they sentence him, Whenever he, you know, go wherever he's going to go in the next couple of weeks, months, whatever, anything can happen, man. You got to think about it. Anything can happen. But, you know, I just wanted to call in real quick, man, you know, let the, you know, voice my opinion, bro, because I felt like I had to. Um, I was, oh, yeah. I was I, watching I that. 
And uh, I was watching the Method Man and Red Man versus, so that's what I was doing for a hot minute before I go to bed. But uh, that's what I'm saying, man. I just want to call in, bro. Like I said, keep doing your job, man. Keep holding it down, man. And I ain't going to lie, when I saw the title of this show, bro, you've definitely been in tune all day. So, man, keep doing your of thing, course. bro. And I want people to call in, too. 516-966-9268, man. Let's talk about this, y'all. If y'all out there, man, let's talk about this situation. Let's talk about what's going on. Give us your opinion. Let us know how you feel about this, all right? It's your boy AK, man. I'm out of here, man. I get it tough, man. Appreciate appreciate All right, man. Good night. Yep. And there y'all have it there, man. Uh, you know, that was AK's take on it. Um, I, I pretty much feel the same way. Uh, you know, it's all you got to pay closely attention to how they sentence the man. Like, yeah, it was, you know, second, third degree murder, but you got to read in between the lines of all that. You know what I'm saying? You got to see, you got to, you got to see where he go, go, you know, what's, 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 what's really about to happen. You know, where he'll go, how they go do everything. Cause like, if he goes to, you know, like, like, it, like Martha Stewart going to prison, she went to some, you know, lollipop ass prison. Didn't really, you know, it wasn't shit, you know? So if he goes to some lollipop ass, you know, prison, for whatever, you know, reason or shit. He ain't, you know, ain't nobody going to touch him. He going to live, you know, a lavish, you know. But if he goes to, you know, shit like San Quentin, something like that, you know, or, you know, some harsh prison, um, he don't get touched up in prison. You know what I'm saying? Especially by, you know, the black, he's going to have to pay somebody to, you know, some type of way to get them up off him. But, you know, even still, you know, it would be hard not to be touched if he goes to a hardcore prison. But, you know, it, it reminds me of, okay, I cannot remember who it was for the life of me, but it was a similar situation, you know, pop kids, a black guy, whatever, and, and they sent them to, it was like 20, 30-something years. Every, it wasn't justice to me, you know what I'm saying, because he could only serve, he could serve half of that and get out on good behavior, you know. Um, but, you know, uh, I'm going to go through a little, little commercial break, uh, and then I'll get back with it with some more of my thoughts on, you know, everything that's been going on. So uh, I'm play some Bria Cherie with No One Like You. Uh, nah, nah. Oh, you know what? I'm going to play Endless Desire and No One Like You. So first one up is Endless Desire by Bria Cherie. Here on OG Radio, it's your boy Radio Rail. Call in, tune in at 516-666-9826.
give some of my, you know, opinions on the case. Uh, again, you know, I appreciate the fact that, you know, there was a little bit of justice served, you know, um, a lot of us thought that this would go, you know, take a, 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 a long turn. We were thinking that maybe you'd get off free just like those poor cops who, uh, I, I'm bad with these names, man. It's just, you know, it's, you shouldn't forget shit like this, but, you know, these cops get off, you know, scot-free when it comes to a lot of these killings and murders out here. Um, you know, I'm happy to see justice in that. But um, I feel as though it's not enough. I did see that President Biden also said it, it, to him it's not enough. You know, there's, there's more that needs to be done, more work. I agree. Um, so, you know, we, we took a step forward, uh, but it, it, it cracked down to the law enforcement. We, there's something needs to be done. Really don't know what, you know. They need to, you know. I mean, we've seen a lot of cops now getting fired for this shit. Like the the the, the lady that shot the the, the kid last week, um, over last weekend, and everything. It's uh, it's fucking crazy out here. Um, I, I feel as though. Oh, me and my fiance was talking about this earlier. Like, this shit has been going on for years and years and years and years and years, the 90s, the 80s, 70s. You know, it's been going on for years, since the 50s and 40s, you know what I'm saying? It's just that now it's being talked about more because of technology, because we have body cam videos, because we have cell phones and camera cord, all that shit. Because we have all that, it broadcasts more. So it's put it's enlightening more and more people, but it's it's hard when you have drugs in these communities, gangbangers who are still, you know, out to shoot and kill each other and, and men, women, and children. It's it's tough. You know what I'm saying? How can you really move forward if we're still stuck? in damn near the same position. You know, we could, on the white racist side, right, we got, we could move forward in that direction. But on the black side of us, the black on black side, we're still, we're still behind. You know what I'm saying? We're still not moving in the way that we should, you know, for the community to get better out of it. You know what I'm saying? You, you have to fucking you have to move the fuck away to have to give your kids a good life. You got to move the fuck out of Chicago. A lot of people move to Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota, the far suburbs, just to have to give their kids a chance. You know what I'm saying? It didn't happen. It, it was never like that before, but now it's like that. You have to move so far just to give your kids a fighting fucking chance, and that's ridiculous. I was born and raised here in Chicago. I've been trying to move plenty of times on my own growing up, and I, it led, I, I kept coming back here. But um, nonetheless, like it's, it's for for just the city of Chicago, it's hard and tough enough. So just imagine other cities like Chicago. You know, it's 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 hard. You have to walk down the street and, and pray that you can walk down the street. Pray that you can go to the store and walk back. You know what I'm saying? If you look a certain way, 
you're being, you know, you're being looked at the wrong way by police and all this other shit. I, I personally went on a walk a few weekends ago out here where I live at, and I was walking, and the cops that was driving by stopped, looked at me, and then went about their business. You know what I'm saying? But uh, real quick, my DoorDash is nearby, so what I'm about to do is put us on a, a quick break. So I will be right back in about six minutes. So here's Radio Love with Honey Bee.
Can y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, that's what it is. Peace and poetry, family. Peace and poetry. How you feeling? Man, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited about that verdict. I um. Uh, yeah, man. I'm I'm waiting on the I'm waiting on the other three to come now. They said they said we waiting on the sentencing now and whatnot on that. So we gotta see what they're gonna do for them. Now, and, and that's that's the key right there. Um, I personally, I mean, am I happy he got charged with all that? Yes. But personally, like I stated earlier in the show, I personally feel it should be life for a life. 
because had it would have been a black cop and a white male or whatever the case, if it was a black person in the same in his same shoes, they would have gave that man life. Now, me personally, how I know how the system works, he ain't going to serve all these years at all. He's going to do half and get out for good behavior. I promise you that's what's going to happen. Well, well, yeah, that's if he make it out, because once you're on the other side of the wall, that's you know, true. you got, you that's got, true. you know, commu- community justice happens too. Uh, you know, that's anybody true. can get got, you know, look at the president. The president, we we got like, I ain't going to say we, you know, for the purpose of this conversation, I'm saying the people that wanted to get him, Kennedy got assassinated. He was the president. You know, so that's when people want to get to you, they can get next to you. But in the same token, George Zimmerman still walking around at street, at street, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it also, it depends on where they send this man, you know what I'm saying? If they send him to some Martha Stewart-ass prison, he, you know, he's going to walk around, you know, like anything shit happens. But, you know, it's all about where they go send him. Now, now, do you think they're going to put him on the PC? Then he was a cop and arrested everybody. He's going to be put on um, protective custody anyway, right? Of, of course. You know he is. Like PC on the uh, you know, prison, so, yeah. you know, but they still got people on the inside, on that side, too, if they want to, really want to touch him. Right. I'm just saying. If they really you want know, to touch the, gar- yeah. the prison guards going to be friends with him. Because you got some prison yep. guards, that, um, they still got that blue, that cold blue, that they're going to still be on his side and whatnot. If, if it get crazy, exactly. man, he still got uh, got them boys on his side. Exactly. So, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm happy we're moving in the right direction. A little bit here and there, but it's still going to take a whole lot for things to change. Yeah, I know you're waiting on that sentencing. That's what you're waiting on. I hear you. Oh, yeah. It was similar to. I definitely uh, hear you on that. I don't understand why I can't remember who and what, but I know it was a similar incident where we was waiting for a sentencing, and the sentencing really wasn't shit. It was a similar type of thing. and Right. He only had a total of, I don't know, 40, 50 years. And I'm like, oh, he ain't serving all of that. Wow. But yeah, had it would have been a black man. You know, you know. Yeah, if you would go like once you get on the other side of that wall, you can go in with like one year or two years, but once you in there, you gotta live there and sometimes you gotta like, you know, fight, you gotta protect yourself, you got and you and you might gotta take some take your life and um you know, and, that, and that's going to cost, that's going to add more years to your shit too. So, you know, exactly. that's why a lot of people go in there with light years, but once you get in that prison life, they say, you know, you got to make some moves when you're on the other side. Exactly. Now, if he gets sent to a maximum being alive for too long, because you, you you got some of them inmates who who are serving life, who are, who probably will be like, well, right. I'm here anyway, shit, you know, let me go take care of this. And give everybody the justice they truly deserve, you know. So he, he got a tough. And I've tough been hearing some scary prison guard stories, yo. Like these dirty cops, these dirty COs that get paid off by the gangs, and you know all it takes is one CO like to get paid off by the gangs, like, and um, they throw them in there with the wolves. Yep, it's exactly how you kind of see it on TV and movies. The exact same way. I uh, had a family member who was who was a correctional officer and yeah he used to tell me stories like yeah some of them you know pay them guards off to go you know off somebody in the minute it's like damn like that's that's crazy but that's the you know the reality Yo. they uh these prison guards take yeah, they running drugs in there and everything. 
Yep. Exactly. Wow. You know, I wonder though. I I hear too many documentaries on that. Like, what happens to police officers when they fuck up and go to jail? I mean, what is their life like behind them bars for them years? You know, I I, I wonder that. You know, like. I, I want to say depending you, on the you situation. You're talking like it's sweet for them and whatnot. You think it's going to be sweet? I think so. Because like all the other cops that has been sentenced and went to jail, you ain't heard nothing about them dying or nothing like that. So I think it's going to be on the right. same basis as these politicians going to prison. That's how I feel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they come out like it wasn't nothing. Like, like, were they held away in a hotel room somewhere or something? I mean, like, they come away like <laughs> exactly. it was nothing. <laughs> Yo, yeah, these business uh, <laughs> white-collar workers, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know how they do it, yo. I, 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 I don't yeah. care see. Oh, I saw that uh, that situation you was talking about, that, that seven-year-old. Um, they said he was up to no good, though. They said gunshots rang off, um, and uh, uh, the electronic thing picked up the gunshot and sent the police to the area. And they, um, they got him on video. He was running with that older guy, and they showed him throwing the gun. But he did put his yeah. hands up after he, uh, they separated. They, they caught the older guy at first because he was out of shape, I guess. And the young boys can run. And um, right. he said he caught him by the fence, and he said he he threw the gun behind the fence, but then he put his hands up. And you know, police, they get mad because you make them chase you sometimes. Right. You know, so, I, I don't know. Uh, they, I, I, I ran into that up. one time. I had an unregistered vehicle. And it was like it was a situation. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was just talking to my fiance about this. I'm like, it was kind of tough because, yeah, he was 13. You're chasing him, but he also has a has a weapon on him. And yeah, the video right. did show that he had his gun up, but for that split second that he did have it, turn around and toss it. It's like, well, shit. You know, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess you could say, well, because it was dark, he couldn't see. But I don't know. I always feel like you do not have to shoot above the waist. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. I'm on the well, well, that's what, now I was thinking tough. that, but people are dying now for gunshots to the butt and gunshots to the leg. They're dying now. Like crazy, that's you know, true. for them hits to the uh, leg and the butt. Because I, I thought the same thing you thought. I thought, you know, if you get in a situation, shoot them in the, um, in the butt or something like that or shoot them in the arm or some shit, you know. But when you shoot you think of the legs and the butt, they dying. I'm like, wow. I mean, yeah. the arteries or something, I, I don't know, but that shocked me. Yeah. In that situation, it's really tough to say because of that video. It was just a split-second decision. That's all he had was to decide. Yeah, y'all both trying to go home. Shoot. Yeah. Because, I mean, I guess you could say he didn't know. If he would have shot him, turned around, shot him or not, I don't, you know, we don't know. But, oh, right. it's just tough, man. I shouldn't know, baby. You know, 13 or not. Now, why did he say he shot him? He said he was scared. He was he scared. He didn't see He didn't see him. He saw him toss the gun and right. and, and, and yeah, it was a so. reflex shot. Why, why did he shoot him? He's going to have to answer I for believe, that. Yeah, because, I, I, you know, I mean, yeah, he knew he had a gun. He saw whatever, but. I guess he said it was just that split. That it was literally that split second that split of second. when he ran to that alley. Yeah, because when you raise your hand, we don't know what you're doing. Exactly. You know, so if, I, you got, guess, if you threw the gun, hmm, I don't know. Yeah. That's hard. 
So I mean, I'm not on That's I'm hard. not on the cop side at all. But I, if that goes to trial or anything, it's justifiable because you can see that in the entire video of how it went down, and there was literally a split second. Decision. Okay. So I mean, I don't okay. know. Okay. Um, but then it's like it's tough so qualified immunity again. Accident. Yeah, exactly. Let him exactly. And it's tough because people are like, "Oh, he was a thirteen. He was a baby." And then it's like, it's like, okay, I understand that, but why the fuck was he outside with a gun? You know, so it's so many things. You know, what I'm saying it's really tough. What? Let what, what me let me tell you how. And, and again, this is just me because of my life experiences with these kids. I I don't treat anytime I see a kid out at night like that. I assume that they are a threat to me if we're on a, a secluded, like if, if I'm going to the store or whatever, getting out of the car or whatever, and I see them walking, everybody is a threat to me um, that that young, seven years old in the dark like that. I know seven-year-olds that walk around on bicycles with guns and all kinds of stuff or whatever. So I, would, I, would, I look at them the same way as I look at adults, you know, sometimes, yeah. you know, in certain neighborhoods. You know, if yeah. I'm in a certain neighborhood, and I'm like, you know, visiting somebody and, um, you know, everybody is suspect. You know, I said they could be trying to set you up. They could be look out for somebody or they or they could, they could have it on them. You know what I mean? So I, I carry myself different when I, see, when I see them and whatnot riding a bike. And if it's two or three of them riding bikes at night and whatnot, just say I'm going to a 7-Eleven and I'm on the wrong side of town or whatever, you know. And when I say wrong side of town, you know, hey, y'all know what it is. You know, that's the wrong side of town we're in. You you getting gas? You know, okay. I know I ain't got no business stopping here in California. We call them California stops. Well, you got to go yeah. through bad neighborhoods. You know, you, you you don't come to a complete stop. You cruise through that stop sign. You know, right. just in case you got to you know. But um, again, it's sad to be scared of your own people like that. But this whole thing um going to always come back to the the word fear. You know, Boomer was right. trying to get home. That cop was trying to get home. That um, you know, young man was trying to get home or whatever. And stuff like that, and um, because of fear, you know, it, fear makes you do some things. I agree. But hold on one second. We got another caller. One more caller. What's going on, caller? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, family? What's going on? What's going on? Nothing much, man. Uh, let the world know who you are. Hey, this is Bob, man. I'm calling from South Carolina, man. What's good? Going on. Uh, thank you for calling in on the show, man. How, so, how do you feel about the, uh, you know, the the verdict today? Man, I haven't really gotten a chance to, uh, you know, dig dig into it. A lot of people say it's uh, a victory, and um, I, I say that yeah, that that should just be just the just thing to do. Uh, that should be uh, re- reciprocity. Um, if he had taken a man's life unjustly or taken the law into his hands, then I think he should be dealt with accordingly. Uh, so I think a lot of times we are just used to being in a place where uh, right justice isn't rendered or, you know, the lady liberty or lady justice is blind, so to speak. So there's a level right. of uh, blind justice that we find ourselves in in, in, in the good old boy system. But I, I think it's, it's, it's good, you know, send that Euro uh, cave beast to uh, to the cell so, so you know, he, he can get picked on 
But this is something else right. to keep in mind that, um, you know, the number one gang, contrary to popular belief, isn't the blood or the Crips. Uh, but it is it is the the white power, the white brotherhood, the Aryan nation. This is the number yep. one game. So uh, with that being said, you know I'm pretty sure this 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 Euro, this white man will have definitely uh you know an honorary uh, entrance or introduction into his uh, sentence. I'm pretty sure, you know uh, he will and can be probably favored, as I'm hoping. That you know his uh, justice is given to him. You know I'm pretty sure that that they'll look out for him as well as it relates to the the natural makeup of this good old boy system. Just like George Zimmerman was when he shot Trayvon Martin, he he had millions of of donations um, with people right. that were standing beside him and, and willing and, and ready to assist them. But this is another thing. And then I'll finish um, uh, today. I think I saw an article where there was a young girl, 15 years old, shot four times in the chest by an officer. So in the same way we are celebrating, um, or quote-unquote celebrating the victory, on one end we have on the other end where it's, uh, it's, there's yet another, uh, you know, atrocity that's happened on the home front. Exactly. I definitely agree. Uh, I, like I expressed on the show earlier, it's a small victory, but we still got a long way to go. I'm not, I'm happy, but I'm not happy, you know, because when it comes down to it, we'll see how he's sitting. Aryan Nation, they got his back, whatever prison he go through. So, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But it's, it's a small victory, but we have a long way to go. I uh, appreciate you calling in with your with your input, man. Uh, shout out to you and the whole South Carolina. I, I do get a few calls from down there, so I appreciate you calling in, man. Yeah, and like you were talking about them gangs, them police are gang too out there, y'all. Don't forget about that police gang. They they look out for each other. They be covering for each other. Yep. Um, I have a friend I went to high school with. We still cool to this day, but he's also he, he the past four years he became an officer, um, and we go at it a lot. And I do see that he will defend that damn badge to the very end. It's like, but damn, what? Where's your morals as a person? Where's your sympathy as a person when it comes to see. shit that you used to care about, like the same way I care about? All that shit goes out the window when once you become See, a badge of, you know, and that is tough. Now, now I, I got some military friends, and 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 here's the bad thing about being in um in the in the thick of it, and all you see is bad every day. Um, they as police officers, a lot of times, all they see is the worst of the worst people every day. They, they run. They don't. They don't. They don't run into good people. The police, because when they call police, you ain't calling for good people. So all they see all the time is people in their worst behavior. So think about the psychological thing. How how you begin to look at people. At first, when you join, you you um you look at them as human beings, like people in Iraq or whatever, the um the military people or the police. You first start. You say, "Well, I'm, I love everybody," but then. 
after you keep seeing devastation and bad, 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 bad behavior every single time you get out your car, every single time you go on the on the thing, after a while you stop looking at them as people and start seeing them as as per perks perks or whatever, or you start seeing them as you know the enemy and whatnot, and then you know. Once you start taking away the humanity, in your, in, and this is a psychological subconscious thing that happens, I think, to them. They might not even know it, but how they're looking at one of they don't look at them as kids or, or, or minorities or, or just as um, humans anymore. Um, in the military, they start looking at them as an enemy, and um, all of a sudden they start, you know, once you, once you lose that humanity, you start treating them different. You start talking about them different. Um, I, I yep. remember the um, the um, in ninety four uh, the uh, the thing in Africa the DJ he started calling the people a certain thing the Hutus and the Tutsis and um, the he Tutsi, kept yeah. saying it every day over the radio and next thing you know the people rose up they they looked at all those people as enemy like he was saying so um, I think the humanity what it, what your eyes see every day affects how you act you know stuff like that so. Um, it, it's it's going to be hard not to to look at people a certain way after um, the key. That's why I said shout out to these old people who forgive the white people and whatnot, who saw the blacks hung, lynched, shot up, wrongly jailed. Yeah, man. And then 30 years later, 40 years later, they're like, well, that wasn't them. That was their great grandfather, you know. So shout, shout out to people yeah. who forgive. But if you see all that evil, that's how everybody ain't got that forgiving mind then. I don't know. Exactly. It's hard. Yeah, you know, it didn't happen to me, but you you start to you once you hear about it, see about it, read read about it, and watch videos and everything, you you develop a little bit of that hatred, you know, of that shit, and then you start looking yeah. at white people kind of different. Um, you know, some people yeah. put it in their head that all white people are the same, which I mean they're not, but you know. The way shit's been going, you you think that the vast majority is the same. See, and, and think about that police officer when all he sees is bad people every single. After a while, he gonna start looking at well, everybody in this neighborhood is evil, or everybody on this side of town is bad, you know, because everybody exactly. you see on that side of town is doing bad stuff, and it gets exactly. in his mind. And we be saying like, no, good people in this neighborhood. He said, man. All I see when I come over here is bad, 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 bad. So it's going hard. It's hard for me to see good. You know, those, those are some hard. Com- That's why I said these police got to be in some sensitivity training or some psychological, uh, going to a yeah. therapy um, to deprogram or something every couple of months. Because if all you see is the worst of people every single day, that has to exactly. affect how you look at them. And you know, and that might yeah. be the difference between life and death. You might be like, "Yo, the world be a better place without them." You know, exactly, man. That, that's that. I just think mental health and mental wellness, man, is it, playing a lot in these killings and shootings. They they don't lost the humanity. Like, well, it's just another drug dealer off the street, or just another gangster. They, they, I hear even black people saying it. Well, another gangster off the street when when somebody gets shot by a police that was in a gang or something. You know, I just yep. another one off the street. They don't look at it as a, a life that's worthy anymore. You know, right. and I think we gotta do better what, as a what, people what, when it comes to that. Who's worthy of life? Who's worthy? Well, I, I think I think even just to add, when we look at us as black people, us as African people, 
the descendants of slaves, you know, the descendants of Native Americans, whatever. We got to be honest with ourselves at looking at the atrocities that have inflicted our, our forefathers, our ancestors. You understand? A lot of times the historical right. content isn't the one that displays that. So you're left wondering or not really knowing tie to those atrocities. You you don't really know why you were in certain situations. Well, hey, we're being treated the way that we are today. A lot to do, uh, a lot of that has to do with how we were treated or how our ancestors were treated in the yesterdays. They said uh, when right. you don't learn the history, you're doomed to repeat it. So our people have come to That's a place true. in America. We've lived through Jim Crow, through slavery, through segregation, all this stuff, and we're still at a place where a lot of people, they don't want us here. And unfortunately, those are some of those people that wear those badges. They they work in the, in the, um, in the medical field as well. They talk about how low income or black folks are being treated when it comes down to, uh, um, uh, you know, being medically, uh, treated. So, so I think, uh, even in the education, even in the education field, uh, you know, our, our children, we are, you know, they, they, they talk about the school-to-prison pipeline. A lot of times they're looking to make our children rather than, you know, assisting them. They're looking to make them wrong and throw them in the special, uh, special ed class, you know, uh, undermining mm. what they got going on. So this is, this, is, this is the situation that we find ourselves in a lot of times, and I think there is an a honest conversation that has to be had. Of course, blaming right, exactly. and pointing the finger at the white man isn't going to all the time get you there. As you are navigating, you need to understand who you are, who your allies are, and who your opponents are. You understand? Right. Because we are at war. Mm. Well, I, I, imagine you are uh, uh, in, the, in the hospital and you're working on somebody and, and you lose your humanity. Uh, that's a gangster. Am I going to work as hard to save his life if I'm a surgeon and I see him a certain way? Or that's a drug dealer. Or that, or if you're racist, or that's a black person. You know what I mean? So it crosses the board. Like, once you lose humanity, it's dangerous. When, it, when people stop seeing you as an individual, uh, you know, but as a problem and whatnot, you know, it's dangerous for you to be in the hospital. It's dangerous for you to be in the custody of the police and whatnot. Once people lose their humanity of how they see you, I mean, you like basically walking around with a bullseye on your back. Right. That's, that's right, crazy, right. man. It's, it's it's so tough to be black in America. It always has it. It's just, it's, uh, I don't know. Don't know what to do. Don't know what to do. But I wouldn't want to be another color. I'm trying to tell you. Hey, now. <laughs> to that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we we are the best color though. We are the best hey, color. Hey, and, and to add, like I think this this really shows our true divinity. You understand? Because you know the statement that you just made. You was like, man. Regardless of all the stuff that we've gone through, I wouldn't I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, that means you're, you're accepting, you know, because nobody in human history has ever gone through what we have gone through as black folks. 
as African folk. Exactly. Nobody. No other race, no other people, mm. right? And to say that you are still proud to be that, that shows a lot about what your ancestors endured yes, in order to bring you. Although fragmented, although torn apart, that still shows you the substantial quality that is still held even in their descendants and hearing you speak and those of us that speak in the same manner. Like, hey, man, I'm proud. I wouldn't have it no other way, you know, than being black, than being African. You understand? Because that has a lineage, that has a story that comes with it. And I'm not ashamed to wear that story because now I'm part of the of the resolve, I'm, I want to be part of the of the the cleanup crew, sir, uh, so to speak. So you know what I'm saying. That's why we have these conversations. That's why we uh, engage in certain activities as we engage in to try to make it better for our people. Right. Yeah, I agree. And uh, yes, yes. For me, you know, I'm a I'm a young 30 year old black male who has a voice due to being on the radio. You know, some some days I feel like right. I'm not doing enough, but at the same time, I realize that my voice reaches out to a, a whole lot of people. You know, that I, I don't even like you. You guys are are not even in the area that I'm in, but my voice reached out to you guys. You know what I'm saying? So, it, some days I do feel like, well, damn, I'm doing something. I'm moving in the right direction, some type of way. You know, I'm spreading the word. Um, so. Some days, you know, like I said, I feel like, fuck, what, you know, I'm, I'm not doing enough. But some days, like today, I feel like I, I just, I feel like a million bucks right now. That the fact that I've had callers call in today to share our opinions, to voice our opinions about what's going on and what's been going on. So I, I appreciate you guys calling in, and um, you know, being black is hard, but I love it. You know, I mean, there's a lot of shit that wouldn't be without us. So I definitely love the color skin that I'm in. Yeah, the the beautiful right. thing about like what you just said, brother, is that you know that that diaspora of black people, the, this this place makes us think we are a minority kind that we are, but the majority of colored people in the world, the majority is people of color, you know, and stuff like that, and and and, and you know not only in the United States. You know, you you have people listening to you from all over and whatnot, and you know, and and though some can get to you, some can't, and whatnot. You know, but um, that's the beautiful thing is like, you know, when you when you do just what you're supposed to do, you're obedient to your gifts or whatever, and um, when you do that, you know, it's gonna make room for you. Your your gift just gonna it's gonna somebody gonna hear it, you know, and stuff like that, and um, it's gonna start a conversation. You know, and, and conversation starts about you know action, and action brings about change. You know, so I, I don't believe this is by accident that you happen to be on um, here and um, you know doing your broadcast and stuff like that because like you know like it's again I just happen to be up on a push live and say who's talking and whatever. And then I found you guys channel and whatnot and other, and other people you know coming by and whatnot. You know, because sometimes. A conversation like this is saving somebody's life, and they don't even know it because if they didn't call here and and get it off their chest, they might have held that shit in, and then the wrong person would have said something to them, and they would have took it out on them. So, shout out to conversation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> definitely shout out to conversation, man. It's huge. Some things yeah, definitely yeah. 
uh, need to be talked about. Me, personally, I'm not afraid to talk about any and everything. You know, I don't mind pushing the limit on a lot of stuff. You know, I like talking about things that some people are, are uncomfortable to talk about. And I feel like it needs to be said, no matter what it is. Um, I was at work today. Because uh, when you talk about the mental health of the people now, they, they ain't talking. They should be talking to this channel. They should be calling to you. <laughs> you know, right. and they, they won't yeah. go shoot up everybody. Shoot, they better say something. Don't Get that shit out. Exactly. Uh, in my job, I'm pretty much one or two black people who work at this company. Uh, there's a couple of Hispanics and, you know, the mass majority is white. And uh, my my coworker who sits behind me is Hispanic. And uh, like we, we've been working there for less than a year. We, we'd be both coming up on a year, but we became real close. So we were talking about the George Floyd, you know, the whole case. Like, hey, you know, at 3.30, you know, they're going to give the verdict on what's about to happen. I'm like, cool. And everybody else, I felt like, was too scared to really touch on the subject or have their input. And it's like, why? Like, we can, you can, we can talk about it. You know what I'm saying? You don't just because you look at me and I mean, I'm black, you may feel like I'm mad or something. Like, nah, it's not that. It's just you know, I feel how I feel towards it. You don't. Right. You can voice your opinion or you can agree with me, disagree. You, I mean, the mass majority I feel is on my side, but you don't have to tiptoe around me. You know, we could, we could talk about it. It ain't like I'm going to be super angry if, if the verdict came out wrong. I'm not going to sit here and turn up at work, you know. Like, nah, I still got to make my money. But it's just, yeah, some people don't want to yeah, talk about stuff that's uncomfortable. But, you know, yeah, I, I remember the OJ like situation. I, I was, like, the only black in that situation. And, and they were too I mean, they were too happy to talk about that. You know, he should go to jail, right? Right? You believe that, right? And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let the people, you know, let, let the jury, you know, whatever. And, like, because so many times we've seen them get off. That's why people celebrated when OJ got off. Because, like, you know, at the end of the day, he was, he was said, uh, 12 people said he was innocent. So why, why did uh, white Americans treat him like they still prosecuted him? And they still said whatever, whatever. So, so, exactly. so now they should understand when we feel that way when police get off of all charges or whatever, and and we have videotape of them killing, running down, shooting these black men and black women on the arm, and um, so they should understand how we feel because you know how they all felt when OJ got off, they lost their mind, right. you know, can't work fuming, you know, so you know they just got to understand maybe you know I said hey. You, National Guard is out. Jesse Jackson, um, and what is Jack, Jesse is like? What about eighty years old or something like that? Seventy nine or something? Yeah, about and, um, that. He, was, he was still out there. A lot of people was worried. He's like, I don't know, Jesse. You might want to stay home, man. You know because you know some <laughs> of our, our our leaders. Everybody is passing now. I mean, then had strokes, heart attacks, and he's still out there fighting the fight. Prime example: white versus black. If you're caught up on sports, Deshaun Watson, to me, he's, his name is being tarnished. So it started off with one or two accusations of, you know, the, um, him doing whatever to the to the masseuses or whatever, right? Um, and then it turned to 22. Oh, yeah, I heard you know? about that. So, yeah, so people have been writing him off already. So I'm like, no, we need to just you know, see what's going to happen, you know. Now, like I say, it started from, like, hey, one. Ain't no more innocent to proven guilty no more. 
Exactly. And now they went from wow. 22 accusations back to down to two. Eventually, this shit is going to go away because wow. I, I said to myself, um, there's no way in hell. So, because pretty much the lady that spoke, spoke out pretty much said that she was at their house for a massage and he was naked. And then they said, oh, I, my body was in autopilot mode and it took over and I gave him a, a massage anyway. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. As a star, as a high caliber player, a celebrity, why would I travel to a masseuse house for a massage when you could just come to my house, you know what I'm saying, or my summer house and shit like right. that? Two, if, if he's naked, you don't have to give that massage. You know what I'm saying? He didn't put a gun to your head to say, hey, give me a fucking massage or whatever. None of that went on, you know what I'm saying? And they tried to make their story similar, but it just didn't See. add up. So slowly by slowly, uh, the number of accusations started dropping off. So I think it's back down to two, which I think eventually it's all just going to go away. But then you get Robert Kraft, similar type shit, uh, the owner of the Patriots, almost similar situation. That shit kind of gets swept up under the rug. You know, Ben Roethlisberger, the quarterback of the Yeah, team, he got in trouble. Same situation, right. Same situation. But, that but he, was going, to, he was going to brothels in the hood, though. I believe mean, the Kraft yeah. brother was going to brothels in the hood, where, and that's how he got caught. Right. Uh, he going to uh, <laughs> prostitutes in the hood. The, I exactly. call it escort to the hood. So <laughs> and he wasn't going to get caught. Right. Y'all ain't going to pay extra hundred dollars. Exactly. It's just a, a huge difference with black athletes, white athletes, uh, black people, white people. Like if it's black people, they they do the most when it comes to us. With white people, she can suck up under the rug. You know, and it's just just crazy, man. Like I looked at pretty much uh, a lot of incidents in the sports world, and they really ridicule and put a bad taste in every black celebrity's life that went through something because of hearsay, because they are a celebrity. Somebody felt like, oh, I'm going to say this person did uh, so-and-so. Like the whole Aaron Donald situation, they was at the club, some things happened, a fight broke out, the guy was like, yo, Aaron Donald assaulted me, when that wasn't even the case. So I'm happy that it came out that it wasn't Aaron Donald. It was somebody else. So, you know, it's just crazy that because it's Aaron Donald, because he's famous, you sit here and say, oh, well, he did it. But he didn't do it. He tried to defuse the situation. But, you know, these you know, exactly. celebrities and, and sports people get their name tarnished because of stupid shit like this. And I just feel like, I always felt like because he wanted to get out of the Texas organization, something was going to happen. I said that. And then, all of a sudden, you see this mm. bullshit happen. Oh, um, you know, Deshaun Washington was accused of wow. sexual assault. It's like, wow. But every former player that played in Houston, Houston, Texas, has always said that there's something wrong with their organization. Organization they tried to get out. You know what I'm saying? Whether they got out or not, you know, it was a tough situation. Wow. Like Andre Johnson, he finally got out, but they didn't want to let him go. J.J. Watt spoke out on a situation. DeAndre Hopkins spoke out in the situation. So, you know, it's a lot that's going on in the city of Houston uh, as far as the sports world. But it needs to be looked at closely other than just a player being a distraction. 
You know, you need to look into why all of these, uh, you know, athletes are speaking out on how it's being ran and how racist they are, you know. But, hey, right now, wow. white, whites and money rule the world, especially the sports world right now. So, you know, it's, it's crazy. That's true, man. What if it's a, like I said, what if it's a hit job? Because white women had lied on black men before. And it was 20 of them or 13 mm-hmm. of them, and then DNA proved that, you know, they, you know, it was a hit job. What, what if um, these women are lying? You know, I mean, why, who says that we got to believe these women just because they say, when they make accusations, if we really believe innocent until proven guilty, I mean, is that a real thing anymore? Or if a woman says something, we automatically supposed to believe her and why not? And just exactly. start looking at the brother, well, I got cancel your endorsements. I, I got to put you on leave for a little bit. I'm like, why? If yep. we are innocent until proven guilty, you know, so we don't even really believe that no more. The, the society, you know, is like once you cancel, um, you know, um, and, and this is the thing that gets me, my cancel culture and whatnot. That brother yeah. got canceled and whatnot. It, it affects his money. It affects his household. Exactly. It affects his mental well-being, his health. And he ain't, he ain't even been seen inside of a court yet. You know, exactly. Like that. So that that that's my thing. But but these women are allowed to go on and make these accusations, and when they found that they yep. lied or whatever, and what they they don't have no uh nothing. They ain't coping for none of it. They don't go to jail. You know, they don't get sued. Yep. It just goes away, and whatnot. And I, and I I would just say like you know if those women you know and whatnot if they, if if they are telling the truth, you know, and I say if. Because I wasn't there, you know. I'm saying, exactly. you know, he could have paid them extra for half the end for all we know. And when I, know, then yeah. they, they taught all the other women doing something, so I could probably get a come up, you know, right. off of this dude. And who gonna believe a dude? Like they gonna say, oh, every they, every guy ain't no good. So cancel culture is not on the guy's side right now. You know, you can be no, accused by not. anybody, and people that knew you all your life, they'll be like, yo. But she said it, and though. So you have, and another lady right? said it. And, he like, and you, 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 man, who, this cancel coach, you get me. I, I'm like, just because yeah. a woman say something, a female say something, I'm not going to just say she's telling the truth. You know, I'm just, I'm being exactly. like, if that's the case, say he's telling the truth. You know, so right. I think uh, we should wait and see on a lot of these things. Exactly. Perfect example, Emmett Till. That lady waited mm. what was it, 60, 70, 80, 60, 50, 60 something years yep. go by to finally tell the truth on her deathbed. Just yep. because, you know, white lady, yep. white lady said it, they believed them, beat that boy, drowned them, and everything. And then, you know, 50, 60 something look, years look at later, Ava the truth comes out. When they see us, yeah. the three brothers, when they yep. see us and stuff like that. The the real dude that did it sat by and let them do you know go to jail for all them years, and until he he until exactly. he wound up in jail he felt guilty until he wound up and in jail years, yep. years later after they you see what I'm saying, and, and and so thank God for DNA now um, that's letting people out the um, whatever they call that show that's doing DNA and letting a lot of brothers that've been locked up for years out, you know the Innocent Project because you know think of that you know even though they get out. Now they got all the social media, the phone's different, the world is different. They don't lost years that so they never going to get back. You know, all because exactly, somebody lied man. and said, I know it was him. I know it. And they proved that 
he was not there. She was not there. You know, so right. I, I, I just like this cancel culture get my goat every single time I see it yeah. and whatnot. People jump over, oh, she a woman. She definitely telling the truth. I mean, like, you got to uh, believe a woman. No, you don't. No, Women you don't. lie like men lie. Exactly. See, but, um, I don't we reached it. it. But I won't get you in trouble when I because, like, you know, Brock, I don't want to get you canceled. Oh, no. <laughs> you no. can't agree with me. <laughs> oh, no. See, me, I, I'm trying to break barriers out here, man. I like to talk about things that people don't. So I, I, I'm one of the – see, me on social media, I constantly get banned because I'm so free in what I say. So that's why I love being on radio. But, I mean, I do know my limits when it comes to saying stuff. Right. But I don't mind speaking speaking my mind. But, uh Right, if I if I did two pages in my pen, just press mute. Oh, oh yeah, I got you. I could I could even play. Oh oh oh, mute. <laughs> no, I, I will not be offended. I, I understand. I understand. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> but um, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, for those who are tuned in tonight, again, I started the show by saying everybody. I would like for everybody to say a special prayer for Genesis and her family. They're going through, uh, you know, some turmoil right now. So. Uh, just pray for their health and well-being. Hopefully, she'll be back on the show this Thursday. We will see. But catch us Thursday for Poetry Night. Um, I got some kind of sad news, but I'll, I'll give that Thursday, this Thursday once I know for sure. Um, other than that, uh, you know, Small victory is still a victory within itself, you know. Let's let's just see how the rest of this play out. Uh, it's just I know death is something we shouldn't think about. Uh, the, the the life of somebody is something we shouldn't think about. But when it comes to certain things, fuck it, you know. They don't care about our life, so why should we care about theirs? You know, it's sort of a Malcolm X approach a little bit. But um, uh, hey. I. I don't have that much more announcements to go. Uh, catch my Instagram, HellRail1290, and Radio Rail 21 I will be back on Facebook in 10 more days, everybody. So that's Terrell Redmond, Terrell Radio Rail Redmond on Facebook. Uh, Dean, you got anything you want to say before we get out of here? Yo, Snowfall is back on Wednesday nights. It's getting good. Godfather of Harlem is back. You yes. can check it on Amazon Prime. Yo, yeah. it's back on, yo. I ain't going to spoil it, but it's back on. Godfather Harmon, Forrest Whitaker doing his thing on that show, yo. It's real. Back. It's real. That's, that's street. true. That's true. Definitely tune in, y'all. But with that being said, y'all, I'm going to play it out with the public announcement. Body Bumping Remix featuring Lil Boosie. That's my all-time favorite. I always like to end the show that way. Appreciate you, Dean. Love, man. All love. And I will holler at you pretty much Thursday. Good night, everybody. Yeah, I'm going home alone, but I'd rather spend my night with you And there gonna be somebody bumping going on Somebody bumping going on Yeah, I'm going home alone, but I'd rather spend my night with you Ain't gonna be somebody bumping going on. Somebody bumping going on. So let me work your body, body, work your body, work your work your body, 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 body,
Work your body, body. Work your body. Yeah, I'm going home alone, but I'd rather spend my night with you. And I've been waiting all night, all night to get next to you. Say she living with a man, so I'm hoping for a one night stand. And I've been thinking about this moment, know you thought about this moment too. So I'ma grip up on that ass like some plot. So baby, please excuse my hand. And we can meet up in the hotel lobby. We can get the party started, started. And we can keep it on the down low, shotty. We ain't gotta tell nobody. And I'ma work your body. Hands all over your body. And I'ma kiss all over your body. Every single inch of your body. Yeah, I'm going home alone, but I'd rather spend my night with you. And there gonna be somebody bumping going on. Somebody bumping going on. Yeah, I'm going home alone, but I'd rather spend my night with you. And there gonna be somebody bumping going on. Somebody bumping going on. So let me work your body. Work your body. Work your, work your body. And I'ma work your body, body, work your body, body, work your body. Yeah, I'm going home alone, but I'd rather spend my night with you.